0: This episode of the Case for Safety podcast is sponsored by Safety Focus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Case for Safety podcast. I'm your host, Scott Fowler. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, A phrase we hear a lot in occupational safety and health is protecting people, property, and the environment. And today we're going to be focusing our conversation on the environment aspect of that equation and the steps safety professionals can take to help protect the environment. Uh, Joining me for that conversation is Stephanie Johnson. Stephanie is a certified safety professional and certified hazardous materials manager. And she is also area manager for global real estate EHS at AT AT&T. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Glad to be talking to you. Now, in, in recent years, there has been you know greater and greater focus on the impact that organizations have on the environment, how they can be better stewards of the environment. You know, uh, environmental, social, and corporate governance, or ESG, things like that. So, when you think about the work and the role of safety professionals, you know, ha- how do they fit into that process, and how does environmental protection fit into a safety and health management system?
1: So, environmental is, of course, the compliance with environmental regulations, and as far as how it fits into it, uh, it actually has an impact on worker safety, and so there's that aspect, but it also just has an impact overall on the company's ability to provide a safe work environment. Uh, If we're not managing our environmental compliance right, then we're putting more people at risk. Uh, Just the same as if you have an unhealthy building from an IEH standpoint, you're putting people at risk. And so it all pretty much ties in together. And safety always seems to be like the overriding umbrella for all the things that we do for a compliance standpoint, in addition to protecting the environment and the community that we serve.
0: You mentioned you know a couple of examples there, but you know when you think about the 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 impact on the environment, you know different kinds of operations can have different impacts. What are some of the impacts that different types of operations can have on the environment that safety professionals should be thinking about, and and how can they go about creating that you know healthy work environment for their own workers? Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, the first one is, of course, like greenhouse gas emissions. Of course, you are now polluting the air and you're causing unsafe environments for people to work in and around. Uh, you also have, from an environmental standpoint, the chemicals that the company may work with and then managing those chemicals once they now become unusable. That also presents an impact to the worker because what they're handling those chemicals and we have to make sure that they're handling those in a safe manner, uh, that we're equipping them with the appropriate PPE so that they can handle those uh, safely. Uh, from a standpoint of protecting the worker, Sometimes from the environmental standpoint, when we sit at the table and we start talking about we're going to introduce this particular operation, or we need to bring in a new chemical. uh, Some of the things that the environmental uh, professional is doing is determining what's going to be the downstream impact of making those changes. Uh, And I would think also that you would want a safety professional there to have that same type of impact uh, talk of what's going to be the downstream impact on the employee. And so when we're talking about bringing in those new chemicals, are are they going to create more hazardous conditions for the site? Are they going to create more waste for the site? Because all of that eventually will impact the employee.
0: I, that, that's, that's a perfect segue into, into, my next question. Yeah. As you noted that, I mean, there could be, you know, any number of things, you know, are impacting both, you know, a safety professional's own workforce, as well as, you know, the, the environment uh, around their facility. So, you know, how can safety professionals kind of begin to get their arms around all that, you know, and assess the impact that, you know, d- these different elements might have on their own workforce and, you know, the environment as a whole. I
1: really think that safety professional plays like a key role in being able to create that value proposition for Uh, environmental compliance and sustainability Uh, so those are not foreign to the safety professional those are actually within their purview Uh, they understand through their root cause analysis what are the sources of the incidents that are happening at the site and when they're doing that they can always look and see if there's a tie back to core environmental management poor environmental conditions. And then we can see that we have an opportunity to implement programs that uh, address not only the safety of the employee, but also the environmental compliance requirement uh, in a way that they're going to be able to protect the worker's safety. Um, environmental and safety professionals, they actually have and can have an impact on their organization uh, in EHS by leveraging their knowledge about root cause analysis. Uh, Because I believe you can use that information and work together in a collaborative state because where you you find companies where they're separate employees, they really have to come together and work jointly uh, because I think the benefit has a higher value proposition for uh, the case for safety and the case for environmental compliance
0: another great segue you you touched on the downstream impacts and communicating that to your c-suite your executives you know how would you uh, encourage safety professionals to go about that i know that's you know a challenge for safety professionals in so many ways is effectively communicating you know the impact of of different initiatives on the organization as a whole so when it comes to you know environmental impacts how can you know safety professionals you know best make that case to their organization as to you know why certain things need to be put in place
1: You know, I think the safety professional has a a great opportunity to look beyond just the safety aspect when they're doing any type of evaluation, and they collect a lot of information. If the company has, like, a near-miss program, when they're evaluating those near-misses, are they also evaluating, is there some environmental condition or some type of activity that's going on? that is impacting the, the worker's ability to do this job safely, causing these uh, particular situations where there's a potential for an injury or an incident. Uh, when they do job hazard analysis, that's another opportunity for them to actually uh, review where there may be some other conditions outside of just the safety aspects that may be contributing to the unsafe working environment. I just think that, you know, as any professional, you know, you want to look just beyond what your normal scope is and see, you know, how you can impact just your arena by going beyond what you normally just look at and bring more value to the company by being able to address issues that are impacting you but maybe normally outside your your responsibility, or maybe outside of what you would normally review. And and sometimes we have to be a little bit more courageous about standing up and speaking out because we are actually really speaking out on behalf of the employees. Uh, because I think we have the most engagement as safety professionals. And I go back and forth with safety and environmental. But you know we have the most engagement with employees uh, because we are out there with them, probably more so uh, than most other professionals throughout the company, having conversation with them and getting their buy-in to be more safe to follow safety processes and procedures. And so we become the biggest advocate for the company when there are other things that can be rolled out because we already have that relationship with the employee. And that's why I think if we we just look beyond where we normally look and start creating other opportunities where we can influence the company uh, and operations that would create a more safe work environment.
0: Something you touched on was, you know, your your environmental compliance. I'm curious. I mean, th- there could be, you know, a lot of things. But when it comes to that environmental compliance, what are you know? I guess maybe some of the, you know, bigger, you know, big regulations that safety professionals should be familiar with. And what are what are the the aim of of some of those regulations? What are they trying to accomplish? So
1: the uh, most environmental regulations are trying to protect human health and the environment. And so, you know, it really does play into the safety professional as well because of the the human aspect of it and the health aspect of it. Uh, the environmental part of it is, you know, are we creating hazards that may impact our uh, water? Are we creating hazards that are going to impact the air? And, you know, what is the impact of the operations on the community around it? And so a lot of the environmental requirements are those that are actually looking at how a business is operating that is preventing uh, those activities from impacting through a spill, uh, through just, you know, not capturing their emissions, um, you know, through not being able to uh, keep their registrations and permits up to date. Uh, Because if you're not keeping them up to date, then you may not even be reviewing your operations on a consistent basis to determine if there's something that's changed that may need to be updated in order to prevent any uh, impact to human health or the environment. Mm -hmm. And from a safety perspective, a safety professional, it's really just knowing maybe those, those activities under the environmental umbrella that can impact that human health side. Uh, because if you can key in on that, then you become a good partner for the environmental side and for the operation side, uh, where you can actually give your input as far as the the safety of the worker and how these things may be impacting them and how we can make some changes uh, to ensure that the, the worker is uh, in a safe work environment. Mm-hmm.
0: And is that something in a lot of organizations, whether it is, you know, emissions or the proper handling and disposal of chemicals, is that something that is the responsibility of the safety professional that, you know, the safety manager, what have you, to make sure that those steps are, you know, Mm -hmm. taken out properly, you know, done properly?
1: Not normally. Uh, That is, uh, you're going to have environmental professionals, you know, it really depends on the structure of the company. Uh, Because like I tell people, I said, you know, I've worked in companies where I'm the EHS person, and I do it all, (laughs) environmental health and safety. And then I get with a larger company, and I'm focused in on the environmental aspect. And then there's other people that are focused in on the safety aspect but we're all part of that umbrella organization. And there's plenty of opportunities for collaboration where the, not necessarily that the safety professional is doing the environmental regulatory activities, but maybe uh, providing input on activities that may be uh, being conducted on the operational side that fall under the environmental compliance requirements uh, that could have an impact on the safety of the worker. Uh, You don't see it very often, but I think it's just an opportunity for us to to open up uh, and look a little bit beyond where we're just focusing on when it comes to just safety or environmental. Because I, I really think as an environmental professional, it's also my responsibility to address any safety issues that may come up from environmental activities. You know, like when I'm sending somebody out to inspect a tank. Uh, I want to know that they have the proper safety gear and PPE to go and do that activity.
0: With with that I mean would you would you encourage safety professionals to you know even even if you know in environment is you know potentially someone else's responsibility within their organizations would you encourage safety professionals you know educate themselves on those environmental impacts and you um you know how they can as you noted, you know, collaborate with their organization to help mitigate some of those impacts to create a healthier work environment for their workforce and the community at large?
1: I am a huge proponent of professional development. And, you know, the, I think the biggest thing that we don't always uh, recognize is uh, that companies change how they operate and they may not always separate those particular activities. And so sometimes it's in our best interest to make sure we know what's going on on the other side of the the road. So if for any, Reason we have to come together and it becomes one person. You know, it's not such an uphill climb to to get that knowledge or to know how to get that knowledge in order to be effective in the new role. Uh, but then there's also if you're moving up in the leadership positions, you know, it's less separate the higher up you may go in a company. Uh, if you're working from a standpoint of compliance, uh, you know, when you get in consultancy, it may be a little different but if you're working in compliance for an organization uh, you may find that eventually you'll be moving into more of a role that's overlooking both sides of the Mm -hmm. compliance uh, arena which is safety health uh, uh, ih and also environmental
0: something you you touched on earlier that ties in with all this and i know you're involved with it a great deal is sustainability and i'm curious you know how that that fits in with you know environmental protection occupational mm-hmm. safety and health and you know how you know improving mm-hmm. occupational safety and health can help you know build a more sustainable future for you, both your organization and and the planet <laughs> really Right,
1: so both areas are about conserving resources. All three are about conserving resources. Uh, From the sustainability side, we're looking at generally environmental resources and how we conserve those. How do we reduce our footprint? And from a safety, we're focused on human resources and how do we protect those human resources? Um, I think there was uh, Elkington uh, who coined the phrase triple bottom line where he added people and planet to profit. And so when you start looking at it from that perspective, we all have a contribution to the sustainability of the company. Uh, and then I think what, we, what I think about when I think about sustainability is I really think about how long can this company operate and also what's going to be The company's participation in the community. And and when you talk about conserving resources, you know, am I just pulling from the, the community and not contributing back to it in any way? Or am I pulling resources from the community in a way that I'm not impacting the community's ability to grow and to develop alongside me?
0: You touched on reducing the footprint. I know that's you know been been a, a big topic for a number of years now, and one I've been particularly interested in. I, I wonder. I mean, from a safety professional's perspective, is that something like where a safety professional could look at how processes and procedures could be done more effectively <laughs> and efficiently to you know help reduce that that footprint? Like, how how do you see them, uh, you know, uh, safety professionals playing a, a role in in, in that part of it?
1: I would see that they could actually play a role in it when they're really evaluating risk or when they're evaluating, you know, the job that has to be done and, you know, making a determination, what are, what's the impact of doing the job this way? And is there another way to do it that decreases the, uh, the, uh, decreases the impact to the worker. You know, if we determine in this job hazard analysis, you know, these are all the issues, you know, is there a better way? And then in doing that, you know, can I decrease using a certain type of chemical that would protect the the worker? And by doing that, they're actively participating in, you know, sustainability. They're actively participating participating in environmental uh, compliance and by removing certain chemicals from the, the work area, uh, if they find that they're not necessary or they find that there's a, a, a better option that doesn't create such a hazard for uh, the employee. And so I, you know, I think that the safety professional probably doesn't realize how much they're playing a part in that Uh, But if they realize it, then they can amp that up and play a bigger part in it in order to create not only a a safer environment for the worker, but a safer environment for the community because we're removing certain chemicals and operations uh, that are not really necessary to get the job done.
0: Is there a better way I love that I think that's such a great question for you know safety beyond really uh, all of us to to keep in mind you know thinking about how we can do things things better more efficiently more effectively to uh so uh uh definitely something uh we, we want our our listeners to listeners to keep in mind uh any uh, anything else you'd like to to add about uh, prof- uh how safety professionals can better protect the environment uh create a more sustainable future as as we wrap up
1: so the only I think, final thing I would say is that, you know, the public is expecting companies to be, you know, more transparent mm-hmm. about their operations, you know, how are we keeping our employees safe, what impact are they having on the environment, and are they following the laws and regulations, and more and more Every employee is going to have to be able to play a role in that uh, because, you know, resources are going to be limited going forward and we'll go through ebb and flow when we got We have a lot of employees and then flow when we are not having as many employees. And so it's going to be everybody's role to participate in that activity to make sure that we're contributing to how the company is being sustainable, how they're being protective of the environment, how are they keeping their workers safe and cross those lines to uh, leverage all of that knowledge and information so the company as a whole is uh, is seen as a, a good public partner and community participant.
0: Absolutely. We we all we all play a part and that's that's uh, it's uh so important for for all of us to remember that. So I will uh thank you so much again for coming on Stephanie I've really enjoyed the conversation this is uh an important topic and of course it will be for years to come so I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your perspective.
1: Thank you Scott I appreciate it it was a great conversation
0: Join us for Safety Focus in Orlando, Florida, and online February 13th through the 17th, 2023, and online February 20th through the 24th. Learn more and register at safetyfocus.assp.org. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Case for Safety podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us at assp.org and follow us on Twitter at ASSP Safety.